Happy December, Cheryl. Oh my God, this year. We're done. <laughs> yes, that's right. Take a drink to that. Exactly. So some of our listeners who listened to our trailer might remember that we threatened to record an episode in a bar. And we knew it was going to happen eventually. And what better time? It's the holidays. We are in an actual bar. Exactly. And uh, thankfully, with the permission of the managers at our favorite Marlowe's Tavern in Johns Creek, Georgia. (laughs) (laughs) Got the plug in there. That's right. So what are we talking about today, Cheryl? I think we should talk about gift giving. I think we should too. I have been planning my gift giving for this holiday season. What about you? I am usually further ahead than I am right now. Like I'm the I'm one of those people who's not afraid to be done in like, you know, September. Um, and I, you know, have lists and things that get saved into like little wish lists for people. I feel like I have I feel like this year got away from me, quite frankly, and uh, I I I am never going to be one of those people who's like out on You know, the days before Christmas, scrounging through a store, trying to find some (laughs) something to fill, to check something off on the list. Because I actually, I'm a huge fan of giving gifts that actually mean, either they're utilitarian or they mean something. Sure. Slightly opposite of you. I'm not the scrounging through a bin on December 24th at 5.45 p.m. right before the store is closing. Uh But I definitely have let it get away from me more in past years. I also really like homemade gifts, so food, but you know, the prices of food right now makes giving food as a gift kind of a daunting prospect. So I have a question that I haven't asked you, but I think about it as I look at Instagram. So all of these desserts and things that you make, for which you're, you know, Instagram famous for. Um, so do you, uh, you, you and Ben don't actually eat that many sweets, so do, do these desserts end up being gifts for people? I'm just asking. <laughs> A lot of times, yes. Okay. Either uh, friends or clients who have a little one who's having a birthday, or I just figure out who I'm going to give it to based on the flavor profile. My parents are the recipients of a lot of baked goods, especially when they come over for dinner. That's definitely my MO. Well, uh, I have really enjoyed watching your creations. Like, they're absolutely beautiful. Like, it's just, you know, you have, I, as someone who has no artistic talent whatsoever, I can appreciate the science side of baking where things have to be exact. It's the other side of it where it gets creative, where I just fall off the map. Well, thank you. I see a baked good gift in your future. (laughs) But speaking of gifts, when we started talking about this episode, all joking aside, yeah, you sent me a link to a podcast with a man talking about, shockingly, gift giving. Right. And I've listened to that podcast, and you said you've actually found him on several others. I know, for me, one of my favorite things to do, time-wasting, of course, procrastination, is when I scroll through my Facebook or my Instagram, those BuzzFeed gift gift guides. Now, CNN has gotten on the bandwagon. Condé Nast has theirs. Every magazine and publication has their gift guides, right? Right. And of course, Amazon Prime Day has their big explosion of the gifts you should give to everyone. 
which made us think that this would be kind of a fun episode for us to do. Exactly. Uh, it has always been in our industry. We are one of those industries that tends to be really gift heavy. So, you know, years ago when one of the offices that I was in that was a real estate office, the insurance agent, his wife made personal gift baskets for everyone, for each agent, and they would just litter the hallway. And I, I felt like, like in our office, the title companies would come, the title insurance companies that we issue through would bring gifts. Like usually the big, big, massive block of chocolate with their name like like etched into it. And I would bring these things to like our family gift things too and someone would glom onto it. I'm like, how many like six pound bricks of chocolate can Cheryl possibly eat <laughs> during the holidays? So it's, it's clearly something that is, uh, that's part of our industry. Uh, and something that we all we all think about. So I think it's worth having a discussion. Absolutely. And that goes beyond the closing gifts. We're right. not necessarily talking about gifts to give to your clients because you made the point just a moment ago, gifts are better when they're personal. So right. we can't possibly tell you what gifts to give your clients because we don't know them personally. We are going to get a little generic today though because we're going to be talking about gifts for every professional on exactly. your Christmas list. Yes. Or our, holiday our, list. Our team, basically. Yes, everyone on your extended team. But before that, talk a little bit about our new friend. He doesn't know he's our friend, but we'll call him <laughs> our friend, who wrote this book called Giftology, who spoke on the podcast that you sent me. I am a huge fan of the tone that he takes with things, with the attitude that he has. And so his name is uh, John Rulin. And he has really carved out a a real niche for himself in terms of helping companies and individuals do these sorts of gifts. And I think he's got exactly the right attitude about it, which is, you know, the the whole point of, of a gift is to let someone know you're thinking about them Mm -hmm. and to put yourself in front of them if the purpose of the gift at least in some small part is is a sales part and he is a huge fan of avoiding you know the ABC's of gift which is you always give something for an anniversary a birthday a Christmas which is of course the period of time that we're in with the latter I think he finds some relatively common sense ways of finding something that's personal and sort of thinking outside of the box, right? Yes. I really like the avoiding ABC gifting, like you said, anniversaries, birthdays, and Christmas. Those are easy times to give gifts. And I don't think he says don't give a gift. Right. But he also wants you to go for the shock and awe, right? Exactly. It's so much more fun and interesting and exciting to get a gift for no reason at all, or at least... The recipient thinks there's no reason. Exactly. And, you know, his point is you can't really do shock and awe when there's no shock. So, you know, you may have a gift that that means a lot to them, but it's also going to be coming in a time when they're getting gifts from a lot of other people, too. And I think you lose a little bit during that, where if you did that same gift for July for absolutely no reason because I saw this and I just immediately thought of you in that moment then I think that that probably like resonates a whole lot more with to the person you're giving it to sure and when I teach client retention for example I tell other agents Who's going to remember your client's home anniversary? It's not their wedding anniversary. Of course, their family who might, might have been at their wedding, their children, their parents, they all remember your wedding anniversary. But your home anniversary is probably going to only be you, the realtor, and maybe the loan officer if right. they had a super, super great at their job, but also great at follow-up loan officer. Right. So 
when we're talking about shock and awe, uh, another agent colleague of mine does half birthdays instead of birthdays. Oh, that's cute. But yeah, there's a if you Google half birthday calculator, you can put in <laughs> so that you don't have to do the math. So you yourself. don't have to do all the math yourself. You can put in literally any day of the year. It will calculate the exact opposite side of the year from that day and he sends out half birthday cards because again he knows in this day and age you're going to get bombarded with facebook messages on your birthday you're going to especially the the ones that really annoy me are the ones that they don't even write your name they just write happy birthday i think facebook actually writes it for them right i i think at this point yes it does or they write hbd which really annoys me because they didn't even take the time to write the words or dictate the words into their phone exactly (laughs) if you can't take the time to hit the microphone button and say happy birthday exclamation point how much were you actually thinking about me today exactly or were you just going through the list of all the people that day in your facebook friends list that have a birthday exactly but not to get too far off track we are talking about holiday gifts today and we are calling this our inaugural real estate holiday gift guide awesome so we've come up with a couple of categories they are gifts for your favorite loan officer. Yes. Or officers. Yes. Your favorite closing attorney. I'm going to say we should only have one of those. <laughs> I'm sure you agree. And I would wholeheartedly agree with you. <laughs> your broker or brokers. And uh, I, your favorite home inspector. And then I added in the very best co-op agent that you've worked with that year. Because maybe you have had some mediocre or bad experiences shockingly and you want to really thank the people that were a joy to work with across the closing table and maybe you want to give them something too and I don't think you should underestimate how much that would actually mean to that person I mean I have I have seen you know even if you don't go all the way to gift which I think would be super special but there's nothing that will make an agent happier at a closing table other than their commission check, than to have the other agent look them straight in the face and say, you know, it was really great working with you, and I hope we do this many, many, many times in the future. And that really means something. It does, because the number one thing that real estate agents like to complain about is how many not great real estate agents there are that exactly. we co-op with. And the lower barrier to entry into our profession So I agree with you, looking at someone or sending them a handwritten note or picking up the phone and calling them and saying, man, I know the chances aren't great in a large market of us getting to work together again, but I really hope that we do because those experiences are very special. And I've had only a couple of times in 22 years, but I've had a couple of agents who have looked at the clients on the other side and said, you picked a really good agent and she did a great job for you. I he love did a great job, and that's that, that makes everyone that that makes the, the the of the other clients feel good. That makes the agent feel good to have someone else, you know, sing their praises in that moment. Is um, it's just really nice, and it validates the experience of the other agent's client because they may not know if this transaction went smoothly. Exactly. If they're first-time home buyers, or maybe they haven't bought or sold in a while, maybe it feels good to them, but that really drives it home that exactly. your agent did well. Or maybe there were some small bumps in the road. To have that validation at the end of the road that you know those were very minor and everybody's walking away happy. Exactly. So 
let's get started. Of course, we are going to put links to all of these amazing gift options, <laughs> as well as to the podcast that Cheryl introduced me to, where I first listened to John Rulin talk about his book, Giftography, which, incidentally, I have ordered, because it seems like such a great read. But let's get started. The, the format that we've chosen, inadvertently, accidentally, is... Cheryl has made a pick, and I have made a pick for exactly. each one of our categories, and we're giving you options, people. So these were these were hard. Um, so the first one that we had that we were really looking at is a gift to your loan officer. Now, I, I will tell all of you real estate agents out there right now that the gift that your loan officer wants the most this holiday season is some borrowers. That's right. Um, because it is, you know, it, it this is really a, a time to support the people on all sides of these transactions, whether it's an agent, a loan officer, the home warranty company, the, the home inspector, the closing attorney, whoever it is. But we, we, you know, we're going to have fewer transactions for a little bit while we, while we try and acclimate to this market, at least fewer than we've had for the last couple of years. And so what we really have to do is support each other. But, you know, in the, in the interest of picking something that you can order from Amazon, uh, which is where I do the majority of my shopping, I do have probably way too many snarky t-shirts in my, in my repertoire. And probably if I Marie Kondoed that drawer a little bit I might have to toss a few my pick was a t-shirt that says I enjoy romantic walks to underwriting (laughs) oh and part of it is you know there are a couple of people that will all joking aside one of the things that you you can think about for the loan officer is it's actually not that bad that bad of an idea for him to slap something like that on his on his chest or her chest and walk through the grocery store wearing it because the worst thing that can happen at this point is they're going to ask what do you do for a living it's a conversation starter exactly but it's also very true yes there's a romance to walking that file to underwriting and getting it through and the good loan officers are the ones that are going to handhold this thing all the way to underwriting so let's not discount yeah the the, the true value of of making sure that it, that it's a pretty little package that goes to the underwriter and the truth of the t-shirt exactly now you did mention of course that each one of these things that we talk about is available on Amazon I want to make sure that we tell people because we are all a small business we're all self-employed yes our loan officers our home inspectors of course realtors to an extent closing attorneys right we are absolutely proponents of supporting small business however in the interest of this podcast and the fact that we aren't really sure where our listeners are, exactly, we needed to make sure that everything that we talk about here is widely available. And that is my disclaimer for the fact that we're going to be providing you with a lot of Amazon links <laughs> in the show notes. For, for absolutely no pay from Amazon. <laughs> exactly. My pick for loan officers is actually a little more timely than I think maybe we're comfortable with. And that is, of course, because as you said, the best gift is giving them some qualified borrowers who actually want to buy right now. Right. However, I was looking at gifts that are good for stress relief, and this one really stuck out at me. It's called the Rage Page Journal. Okay, so tell me about this. So it's a journal, and the tagline for it on the Amazon page says, a journal that allows you to vent your rage, but always ends with a happy thought. <laughs> 
So I feel like it's a little bit of self-therapy. It's right. a little bit of self-care. Get the anger out, but then end it on a happy note. Maybe there's a little coloring involved. I saw a lot of stress relief coloring books. We know those have gotten popular in oh, the past yes. couple of years. And of course, there was the, it runs the gamut of the squeezy stress toys. But I figure most loan officers have enough of those with their own logo on it. Because oh, I'm that's sure what they they're do. always giving us at expos and trade shows. Exactly. <laughs> so I think that a journal that allows that frustrated loan officer to vent some of their frustration and rage about the interest rates and the market and the things over which none of us have any control, but then to end on a happy thought, maybe right before bed, so they have sweet dreams. That is much more positive than shooting off that email to your crazy client or the crazy real estate agent that you're frustrated with. So that's a better choice than that. And it keeps it self-contained in a book, in a journal. That you could possibly type them up later and, and sell, like do an e-publishing situation of like tales from closing and, uh, and maybe even make a little bit of money off of their crazy, oh my God, can you believe somebody did this story? So Hey, don't be giving away our idea. We've been talking about writing that book for a decade now. <laughs> I've been told for, yes, around a decade that I need to write a book. When I teach classes and I tell stories of it really happened, um, then people are like, so the book, it will be coming out when? 2023? I think we might be able to make that happen. I think we should add it to our list of things to do. There's nothing else there, so it's just a clean slate. (laughs) Moving on. I'll jump in on this one. I'll go first with my pick for your gift for your favorite broker or brokers. And mine is, as you can imagine, a giant wine glass. And it has three levels of of fullness. The probably textbook six ounce pour is labeled easy day. And then slightly more wine is labeled rough day. And then the almost to the brim overflowing is, don't even ask. You know, that's probably also, because in my head, you know, they're home, because that's when all the magic happens anyway. So when your significant other walks over to see what kind of day you're you're having, and whether you want to talk about, you know, some major life-changing event, then looking at what level your wine pour is, is probably a pretty good indication as to whether or not you should have that conversation right now. And you and I both know that This job is a 24-7 job for a lot of us, even for closing attorneys and loan officers and and brokers and agents. So that's when I imagine most of those, the you-know-what-has-hit-the-fan conversations have. Broker's phone rings, they look down, it's the number of someone in their office. It's 7 o'clock at night, they're about to have that don't-even-ask-poor because they know something has gone horribly wrong. And hopefully the call finishes before they drink it all the way down to easy days. So... What is your pick, though, for broker? It is a uh, Dammit doll. I love a Dammit doll. So there are a number of Dammit dolls available, and they have all kinds of design. They are not high-quality made. They are (laughs) clearly, like, easily fabricated things. But what they are is something soft that you can grip onto and bash against something. And you will neither hurt the doll nor the thing that you are hitting it on, even if it's a person. So, (laughs) Not that we are... Condoning violence in any way. Assault and battery is, don't come back to us, don't use us as your defense in your legal case. No, no. But I think it's, you know, it's just one of those tongue-in-cheek things, just like yours, that 
that reminds the broker that we're, you know, we're aware that their job, they usually, they don't often get the good calls, right? They, they often get the, there's a problem, I need you to fix this, I need you to tell me how to fix this. Uh, so, you know, I don't think we probably give them enough just love sometimes. Right. Uh, so you could either, you could get them the wine glass and the damn it doll. Oh, yes. Or, in addition to that, you could call them periodically and tell them how much you appreciate everything that they do. I think oftentimes most brokers hear from their agents, even great agents who they're friendly with and have a great relationship with, most brokers hear from their agents when something's going wrong. And if it's a really good agent, it's when something's going horribly wrong. Because those really good agents... They can fix the little wrongs. Exactly. (laughs) So maybe one of your gifts to your brokers, if we're saying those ABC gifts, anniversary, birthday, Christmas, are the expected gifts... The bad calls are the expected calls. Right. Maybe you also make it a point, Mr. and Mrs. Real Estate Agent listening to this call, that you're going to call your broker on a day when everything's fine and just say, I'm just calling to say hi, ask how you're doing, and tell you to have a lovely day. And you may be calling them when they have just gotten off of two really horrible calls uh, where they've been dealing with things and things are falling apart or something's difficult and they're having to deal with other sides that may or may not be cooperative. And that may honestly be just the little energy boost that that gives them a reminder of why we all do this business. Yes. Um, you know, I often say that that all of the the hard things that we go through, uh, and we do, uh, are here to make us appreciate the things that just go right. Couldn't agree more. All right, we're moving on to the gift for your favorite closing attorney. I had thought about putting this one at the end because this is basically Cheryl's opportunity to pick her own gift. Exactly. Now, I also want to point out that if you're listening to this and you know Cheryl, please don't all of you buy her the thing that she's saying is the best gift because she doesn't need 50 of them or 100 or 500. She only needs the one, and quite frankly, I've already figured out how I'm going to get it for her, but I'll let her tell you what it is first. It is a a Condé Nast cartoon, a New Yorker cartoon, uh, black and white, framed, very simple, white mat, black frame, and it is an attorney sitting closest to you in profile, and then their client is sitting all the way down at the other table, and it says, uh, he is saying, you seem to know something about the law, I like that in an attorney. And one of the reasons that I like this is that I fancy that I do know some stuff. Um, Rest assured, dear listener, she knows a lot of stuff. And the, the other part of it that, uh, that I really enjoy is that the attorney is female. And so that is usually not your expected gender, quite frankly, for who an attorney is going to be. And I don't wear my gender on my sleeve, but I'm certainly aware of it. And I appreciate that when they put together a a cartoon that had nothing to do with gender at all, that they chose to make the attorney female in the picture. And and that I really, really like. And when when I saw it the first time, I thought, okay, so maybe the guy at the end of the table is the attorney. But he's not. You can tell by the, like, shit-eating grin on her face that she is clearly the attorney. <laughs> so that this thing has always, like, warmed my heart. Yes, and the coincidence of it is... This picture I saw for the very first time, and the only time I have ever seen it in person, 
is in the bathroom in the restaurant in which we now sit. Yes, where we are recording this very episode. So I plan to commit what I can only believe is a misdemeanor. I would imagine. And, and based tra- upon based upon how much you can buy it on the Condé Nast site, is not a felony. <laughs> <laughs> All kidding aside, I'm not going to steal this artwork for Cheryl, but I certainly like fantasizing about that possibility. Exactly, because, you know, it's the one, right? So. It is the one. <laughs> and my choice is very much based on, well, quite frankly, things that I know about you. Yes. And when I picture buying a gift for my favorite closing attorney, obviously, it's you. And it is a paperweight that is called the F-bomb paperweight, and it is quite literally a piece of metal fashioned to look like an old-fashioned bomb, you know, a, a black solid ball with a fuse reminiscent of the Looney Tunes cartoons you know I picture Roadrunner setting this out for Coyote somewhere exactly and it has an F attached to it so it is quite literally an F bomb and and I would promise not to use it in the same way we use the damn it doll I promise not to bash anyone over the head with it but I do think that given, given my potty mouth that I do have, that it would be a gift where I said, oh, she knows me. And we talked about gifts being personal, but also I think for any, really anyone in our industry, or just anyone you know with a slight potty mouth, just seeing that sitting on your desk or on your shelf when you have had a bad day might just make you smile. I think it absolutely would. <laughs> Moving on to our our gift picks for home inspectors. This one was a little tougher for me. Well, I have a question first. Do you do people regularly give gifts to their home inspectors? I think it depends on your relationship with your home inspector. Okay. If you have a long-standing your go-to person relationship with your go-to person, absolutely. And for me, I looked at a lot of gifts thinking that these are things that either wouldn't really be handy They wouldn't really come in useful, or they probably already have it. But then then I found what I do consider to be a pretty amazing gift, which, frankly, I kind of want for myself. And they are gloves with lights built into the knuckles, so that when you are using your hands, they are, it's an LED flashlight pair of gloves. There are multiple lights in different parts of the fingers and the the knuckles so that when you're using your hands, they're actually shining light on the thing that you're looking at. Yeah, because a lot of what they're trying to do, you know, I can imagine they probably are like holding flashlights with their chins. Their teeth. Yes. (laughs) Trying to, yes. Headlamps, though, are very handy. Exactly. There are more things these days that are that kind of thing. I know I got my sister uh, a hat that has an LED light on the top of it because she's kind of out in the country and I know she likes to go for a walk and I want her to be bright you know she's got a dog uh be bright and visible so this Mm -hmm. is along that same and I think it's new enough to where it's not the thing they already have right because I saw a lot of like the tool things and and I would imagine that they get I mean all of their family and friends know that they're home inspectors they probably get seven of all of those so (laughs) I'm going to just imagine as someone who has someone around the house who's handy that they probably like to pick out their own kind of tools. I was just going to say they have an arsenal of things and it might be slightly different for each person, but they have an arsenal of things that they consider their necessities and they probably like to choose those things themselves. Exactly. But this seems like a useful gift that's also thoughtful because I can't imagine what they go, what they see 
in some of these attics and crawl spaces and even adjacent properties like sheds and outbuildings and barns and dark garages. Yeah, no, I think, you know, much more helpful than what I picked out because I went, again, on the route of snarky t-shirt. Although I do really love your pick. <laughs> so this t-shirt, it says, unlike, you know, the, the one thing about the lender one is it just says, like, it doesn't say I'm a lender, but at least opens the door to that. Right. Because uh, you have different places where you could have underwriters. But this one clearly just says home inspector. And then below it, it says, have faith in me, not your dad or your uncle. Oh, thank you. Thank you, whoever made this t-shirt. And it is a representation of when we used to have right to request repairs in the state of Georgia, we specifically said that the person who had to inspect the the home had to be an actual home inspector. You get a little past that with due diligence because you can have other people come and look at it. But the whole point of this is the dude who does it professionally probably does know a whole lot more than what your dad or your uncle think that they know about this. And having been in a quote-unquote inspection, and I'm using that with all the air quotes imply, where my buyer, despite the best advice given, or my best attempt to give the benefit of my professional experience and knowledge, and whether or not they actually do hire a home inspector, they then trust the opinion of a family member over that of the qualified professional. And that is not only frustrating for the home inspector who is standing there listening to someone contradict them, blatantly say that they're wrong. It's also frustrating when we have to take that information and translate it into an amendment or a request for repairs or a request for money off the price solely based on the opinion of someone who has no experience in this particular area. Exactly. I mean, you know, we do have, I I am married to someone who is exceptionally handy at things and I don't even know where he learned to do all these sorts of things. Same. Um, But, you know, the vast majority of the people that are expressing opinions um, about all parts of the closing or the house or anything are doing it from probably not having as much information as people who do it for a living. Truer words could not be spoken. <laughs> and I think that most real estate agents can relate to this. And the best advice I can give is just keep harping on the importance of using the true professionals. Because as someone who's also married to someone who's very handy, and I'm actually more Recently, handy yeah. than most, I think. You know, I grew up the, the granddaughter of a master plumber, and my, my parents are big believers in doing things for themselves when they can. But understanding when it's important to hire the professional or the experienced or licensed person, I still would not buy a property for myself, despite the handiness of my husband and myself. Right. I would not buy a property without leaning on the knowledge and experience and expertise of a home inspector. Yeah, and it it can be hard dealing with family in those situations. I've had closings blow up that had more to do with the parents than it did with the actual, you know, the actual parties to the transaction. So just tell them to cool their jets or just (laughs) nod at them, as my mother once told me. Uh, you know, pick your battles, babe. That's right. That's so right. you don't you don't have to argue with your family. You just maybe don't have to reduce what dad or granddad or aunt thinks should be done into an amendment to grain go to the salt. other side. Take it with a grain of salt. Exactly. So we're down to our last official category, and that is the gift to give to the absolute best co-op agent. In other words, you want to find a way to thank the person, whether it's immediately after the transaction. This doesn't have to be, none of these really have to be holiday gifts, right? right? But maybe it's immediately after the transaction, or you wait till the end of the year. 
And I really liked uh, your picks. They were not ones that I would have chosen, but I really liked them. So, uh, yeah, I actually wanted your opinion because as someone who's usually a closing attorney and not on the other side, when I looked at this one, I was really looking at what would a real estate agent want, right? So from my perspective, it would be, you know, what would Mora want? So, you know, you have a lot of agents that have like the little signs for the closing, uh, for the closing pictures. And in one part of my head, I feel like, those closing pictures inside of the frame, you know, with the, props. with the props have been overdone. But you know who doesn't think they're overdone? It's the actual clients. Right. Because it's their transaction. And this may be the thing that I see 40 times a day on Instagram and Facebook. But um, one of Olivia Payne, I'm going to say her name just in case she's listening, but she was the person who originally hired me and she was our client relations. A person a million years ago and she's still a dear family friend and what she used to say over and over and over again is make it a celebration mm-hmm. and we all need to remember that as we're trying to get through funding docs and dealing with last-minute HOA issues and whatever the other stuff is for these people it is a celebration yeah. it is the day when you said people know the day they bought their house they do I know the day I bought my first house and I haven't lived there since 08 but I still remember October 28th right so you know so the little the keys the sold signs something that's personalized with their name on it uh, because a lot of times you're at the closing attorney's office and a lot of us will have those things mm-hmm. and you're more than welcome to use them and obviously we love when you take pictures in front of our signs and you post with our name and you include our hashtags and all of those but some of the agents will bring their own and it'll be something with their name and their logo on it you can either combine them or do pictures either way or whatever else it is I'll be more than happy to take the picture of all of you together Mm -hmm. Uh, so will the receptionists in all of the offices please ask because I sometimes see the agents there taking the pictures and I'm like I think they would really like to jump in there and be part of the picture the other was one that I've actually purchased before so it is really something that was a it's uh, being sold as a party favor for a wedding. The ones that I found had just a blank little card with it, and it is like the old-fashioned skeleton key, which I like. Our, our original house had still had the skeleton key locks on all the doors, so it's very scrolly. It's you know bronze, antique bronze, and it's a bottle opener. So, and you can write just a little note, like, thank you for being the key to a successful closing. And it's just a little something, and they are super inexpensive, yet when I show them to somebody, they're like, oh my God, that's so cute. They're so cute. They're cute. Yes, definitely. And I went a little bit of a different direction, because for me, when I am thinking about a great transaction with, an, you know, the agent on the other side of the table, in other words... I think they've done a great job. Most of the time, we end up conversing about that. We end up saying, one of us will say to the other, this has been so refreshing, or I've had some doozies lately, or... Thank you um, for being the pot of gold at the end of my... (laughs) (laughs) Or thank you for really knowing the contracts. Thank you for understanding the timelines. Thank you for delivering things on time without me having to ask three or four times, and vice versa. And inevitably, that brings us to a conversation between the two of us about... The, the last one that didn't go so well, right. right? And without mentioning names, we might mention other things like, you know, that we needed that wine glass with the uh, really rough day at the top of the glass. Uh, so I picked out a swear jar. And it is probably used by 
parents who want their kids to put a dollar in every time they swear right. or couples who are trying to swear less in front of their kids and but quite frankly I think what a great way for a real estate agent to put a little extra money aside for a rainy day put a couple dollars in the swear jar every time a not so great agent makes you feel like swearing you might have enough saved up for a vacation after just a couple transactions so I have this jar but with a different message on it and I've had it for 20 years and it is sat on my desk and it says uh, ashes of problem clients and <laughs> <laughs> and anyone who has ever walked in and seen it, 100% of the time, without fail, they open up the lid to see what's in it. <laughs> and it is paper clips. <laughs> and I think someone probably gave it to me as a gift, and it's been 20 years and I still have it. And it's still, it's still funny. It makes me laugh. The thing that makes me laugh the most, though, is that people look inside of it. They, they take the cork out of the top and they look in and what? do they think they're going to find I think knowing me they're they're I mean what actual I, ashes what I probably should do is like burn some wood <laughs> <laughs> just clean out your fireplace just and just clean it straight in there and put it in there I think that would be an amazing way to go but yes you're not going in there for those paper clips uh no I mean I don't I don't do a lot of paperwork these days <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've given some really great options and because of that, I think that we need to talk about the few things that you and I, at least, as a general rule, think that people should avoid because, quite frankly, they were kind of ridiculous and distasteful the first time I saw them, and now I just see them everywhere and I want them to stop and I want them to go away. I want them to be off of Amazon, off of Etsy. I don't want these gifts to be available, but you actually listed them, which makes me think we do share a brain sometimes. This one comes for every single different type of job. So I've seen it with nurses. I've seen it with with a whole bunch. And as the daughter of a nurse, that one always stuck out at me. So it's the it's the anything with words Mug, on it. T-shirt, notebook. Yes. Insert insert Whatever. product here. Uh, realtor, because badass miracle worker isn't an official job title. Ugh. It just just don't. Just don't. Just, it just, just makes me just trust grow up me. a little bit. It was cute maybe 10 years ago, and we are Once. way past it. One time. One time. It was cute one time. Exactly. And then everyone started doing it. Yes. Similarly, mine is the, again, T-shirt, coffee mug, wine glass, whatever it is that says, I've got 99 problems, but closing deals ain't one. We're done. I, I no, I no. don't. I don't want to see it. Didn't even. I should have looked up to see what year that the '99 Problems song came out. <laughs> but just trust me on this, and it doesn't really matter what year you're listening to this. It's been a while. It's been a while, and it it needs to stop and it needs to go away. And yes. then I just want to say, as a little bit of a PSA, if you're giving a gift to someone that's not meant to be swag. In other words, you're not at a trade show, an expo, a chili cook-off. And a realtor association event, or it's not just a regular mailing yeah. to your clients. Yeah. If it has your logo on it, that's not really a gift. No, it's not. If it has your logo on it, that's a promotional item, and that's great for the tax write-off. It's great for you marketing yourself. It's great for promotional reasons, but that's not truly a gift that comes across as being thoughtful. Right. I don't want to say to avoid giving things with your logo or your name. Oh, no, because I don't mind. I mean, even the 4,000 little pot pot opener things that I have. That oh, I have love real those. I love those, and I, ke I keep every single one of them. But not a gift. Not a gift. Right. So draw a line between promotional items and thoughtful gifts and understand that those are two totally different categories. And I think that our friend 
again, who doesn't realize that he's our friend now, but he is, John Rowland would agree with us. Absolutely. Now, as a quick thank you to our hosts here at Marlowe's Tavern today, we are recording in the Johns Creek location. I just want to go ahead and mention their holiday promotion, which is when you buy a $50 gift card, you get a free bottle of champagne. And when you buy a $100 gift card, you get an extra $20 on top of that, plus a free bottle of champagne. So make sure you're remembering our friends here at Marlowe's Tavern for your holiday gift card needs, especially if you have that particular person on your gift list who's a little hard to shop for. Well, happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays. We deserve it. And we, we do. And we would love to hear from you if you have great gift ideas for or any really category. horrible gift ideas oh, oh my god yes i we, want the bad ones we want bad ones too yeah because let's be honest those are a lot more entertaining exactly happy holidays everybody bye guys bye.